When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, here we go. It's the Copy Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copy Podcast and another opposition overview to preview what is coming up on Sunday, the biggest game of the season so far for us and United, probably. Uh, I'm Mick Moran and I'm joined by a big United fan who does some work for all for United. It's Jamie Mackay. Welcome, Jamie, mate. How are you doing? How are you doing, buddy? Thank you very much for having me on the platform. Nice to meet you as well. Nice to meet you too, mate. Nice one for jumping on. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, let's just jump in. Obviously, we won't dive into the game too much too too early, but we've got to touch on you you guys. Unfortunately for us being top of the league, how how are you feeling at the, at the moment with that after after beating Burnley the other day? Yeah, I think obviously it's a good feeling. First time since 2013, which is crazy considering the size of the club. But obviously, you'll um, be aware we've had our troubles in the, the past couple of years and we seem to sort of be gathering some momentum now so it's nice to sort of see us at the top of the tree I think years have uh, probably had a wee bit of stick from our fan base on uh, on social media about it but I, I, I generally yeah. just think we're uh, enjoying it while it lasts probably mate um, if I'm honest but I'll touch on that a little bit more in the in the show when we go delve into the game and what I think about sort of Sunday's game but um, yeah all good it's nice it's, it's nice to to be at the, at the top talking about us for a change and um, I think our fan base are just enjoying the fact that people hate seeing us doing well and we're actually doing all right at the moment so 17 yeah. games gone top of the league and um, all things all things are good but it can can change in a heartbeat when you when you're playing top teams like yourselves and Tottenham's and Man City's so we've got some really hard games coming up but um, as I say I'm sure we'll dive into uh, the sort of details of Sunday and the rest of the season and stuff like that so I won't say too much on it but um it's a nice it's a nice feeling you have known that feeling for far too long recently so um we're uh only, we're, only uh, recently only recently it's yeah. that we started to get that feeling but yeah before we dive into it properly I just wanted to get your your best memory or or, or and worst memory of of this fixture over the years God, I've got so many. Um, my, 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 one of my favourite memories is um, Jersey, Jersey Dudek, um, Howler to Anfield for um, Diego Forlan to uh, to bag. So yeah, that was a uh, quite quite a good um, good feeling for us. But um, my favourite one recently is probably um, one Matters performance against you as Anfield. That was probably the the one that. Um, sticks out to me and the United fans obviously you know call it one field now so um he had a blinder that day and we we played well but um the worst the worst feeling in the world was um I was with my dad in Blackpool um on a weekend and uh yeah it was one Torres absolutely terrorized the Mania village and he ended up getting sent off so um I've got bad memories about Fernando Torres um <laughs> in the uh in the in, in the not so distant past, I know he's he's um, not playing no more, but fantastic player and goodness me, he used to scare the hell out of me, him and Gerard. So uh, yeah, he'll he, he's up there. That that game uh, gives me nightmares. 
honest. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got a, I've got a few on it. I'll, I'll reel through mine. So I've obviously got last minute Salah goal last January in a two 0 win. I've got Shaq coming on and scoring two in a three one win when Mourinho got sacked the game after. I love that one. Uh, Danny Murphy getting three winners in um in, in, three three winners in one nil wins back in back in the early noughties. And then I think that for me the favourite's got to be, which is probably everyone's, is the four one winner Old Trafford. That was just. That was just what dreams are made of going away to Old Trafford and uh, and, and doing the business. Yeah, it's um the, the the level of player that they had in the teams like over the last 10, 15 years has been like phenomenal. Like you think of the games where Rooney and Ronaldo and Tevez were up front for us and you had Gerard Torres Sterling when he was there, Sturridge to a certain extent when he was firing on all cylinders, Suarez, there's just been that many good games we could talk about them all night on the show. But um yeah, Stevie and uh Stevie stand out and obviously a good memory for us as well was uh when when <laughs> Gary Neville ran down old Trafford right in front oh, of yeah. you boys. But um I think it was a bit naughty, but it's just just a passionate fan that um Loves his club, and funnily enough, when I um, when them sort of that time frame of, of games were going on, I used to absolutely hate Jamie Carragher, and um, I don't. I, I say I hate him. I, di- I didn't hate him. I, I, I don't hate anybody, but I, I disliked him, so to speak, and I actually love him now on Sky. So uh, it's weird. He's like he used to be such a rival player for me that I'd never say a good word about, and now I'll actually love listening to him. Him and Gary Neville, like. For some people, for, for an avid Mank and an, an avid Liverpool fan, like they're absolutely quality, they're box office television, aren't they? Sometimes, so uh, yeah, well, yeah, every silver lining, as they say. Yeah, I, th- I think you're you're thinking of Carragher's the same as Mahmoud and Neville, really, because obviously we yeah. hate them both as players because they wore yeah. the heart on the sleeve and they've done everything to make their club win, whatever it mm. took, and now that they've had to go into what they're doing now they've had to take a bit of a back step and kind of be a bit more impartial obviously that's that spills into commentary sometimes especially with Karen Neville with the little squeals they make now and again which is absolutely yeah. hilarious yeah it's good, <laughs> it's good television ain't it especially when you're um when you're a fan and you kind of know you obviously know the background of this fixture and it's like I appreciate that banter you know because you can you can't help but watch them too now and think they still absolutely despise the other club, but they're so impartial and so professional, but they've still got that little bit of banter. It's just like, sort of, if we were sitting having a pint in a pub, we'd both give it to each other, wouldn't we? But they just do it on, on the telly. So it's uh, a yeah. good reading, good, uh, good, good listening sometimes. It's a, uh, it's a uh, good television. Yeah, definitely. Definitely means I agree with all that, but yeah, let's, let's dive straight in Sunday. It's, it's Friday night. Now I'm having a little, having a little bevy waiting, wishing for Sunday to be here. Uh, he's a seven. Well, we're, we're both seventeen games in. Twenty-one left to play. You've picked up eleven wins, three draws, three losses so far. We've got nine wins, six six draws, which is the problem for us at the moment. Yeah, and two losses. So Sundays, obviously, it's it's going to be huge. Even if you were first and we were tenth, or it doesn't matter what position we were in. It's just the fact that we're both up there and we we need three points to get back up to the same point as you. That's what makes it a bit more a bit more fire to it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's um, it's obviously a, a massive game, but it's a, it's it's one of them fixtures where I don't. I know you just mentioned the draws, and and, and we're we're doing well away from home at the moment. But it, it's all well and good, sort of being away from home and and picking up points and winning ugly, so to speak. Which I'm sure I'll touch on a little bit later on in the show. But um, 
it's it's Anfield. Everything goes out the window. It doesn't it doesn't mean nothing to me when um, away form, home form, who's in form. It's such a big game, and and you can never you can never predict predict the um what's going to happen when when the first ball's kicked. So, I think it's probably one of them games in the league, very few for United, where you're going into a game and you're thinking, now nah, we're in form here. I think we'll win today. It's it's you can't cling on to that, and it, it can't build confidence in you because you know you're going into the Lions' den. I know the the fans are not there, which I think potentially could help us um on sunday yeah. but um because it's, it's it's a cauldron anfield it's it's a fantastic stadium when you're in full voice and that's pretty hard for me to say but it's the same as um it's the same as old trafford when the stretford ender in full voice it can really help the team and it's it, it is a 12th man and, and that cops the same for you guys so it's um it's going to be an, an interesting watch but for me like uh, I've, some of the lads have been saying in the office this week, ah, user in user in form, like you, you user game. And I'm like, yeah, but it's Liverpool. It doesn't mean nothing. So you've got too much quality for me to be that naive and think, yeah, we're the informed team here. We're doing well. And I think to a certain extent, fitness was a massive problem for us at the start of the season. And I feel like we could potentially, I'm not saying we would have the league wrapped up, but if you take them games that we did lose at the start of the season, due to pure lack of fitness and maybe a bit of tactical naivety at times and in personnel and in formation, we um we could be potentially a lot clearer in the table than we are. So it's it's a learning curve for Man United as well. And the thing is, I generally don't think the pressure's on us on Sunday. Everyone's not expecting us to win. Like so I think it's the first time, apart from our fan base, I don't think there's a fan out there that thinks we're going to win on Sunday. Everyone I've spoken to about the game, and I can, obviously, with what's going on in the world, I don't get to see anybody a lot at the moment, but I can just go off of the guys in the office, and they're all neutral fans, they're all fans, and they're all like, you're going to get beat, and I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see sort of thing, but... Um, I think that when you speak to the general fan, they're a little bit on the fence with who they fancy and who they don't. But um, I, f- I feel this is probably the best chance because of your injuries that we've got of, of doing years at Anfield. And um, if we can get a result, I've been saying to to the lads on all for United, if we go to your ground and get a result, I feel like we are legitimate title contenders because... And some of the Manu, Manu fans, even if they're listening, they might give me a bit of stick by saying this, but I think we're in a false position at the moment. I don't think we're ready to be top of the league. We're, we're a couple of players short. We've got gaps in our squad that need filled with quality players. Exactly the same situation as what was happening with you guys a couple of years ago. Yeah. You were the nearly men, but you weren't quite there. And obviously you, you you went out and signed well in the market, which recruitment's everything in football. And, and you, you went out and bought real quality players. Alison and they've just took you to a whole new level of solidarity and obviously the big man's not at the back at the weekend which I think will help us and we seem to be getting recruitment right now so I feel we're at the point where we're not too far off and and, and I keep saying it I feel like maybe you'll have a different opinion and I'll, 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 I'll come to you in a minute because I'm quite interested to see what you think about us um, on a professional level, not on anything else. <laughs> but um, I feel like we're a couple of quality signings away um, from being a real force again. If we can bring the right calibre of player in at the right level, I feel like we're uh, 
we're going to be sticking about for a little while, whether people want to hear that or not, or they think I'm talking rubbish, they might do. And, and that's fine because we've been very inconsistent in the past few years. But um, I do think we're we're here for the long run and you're, you're going to see Man United improve every single year. And I, I just hope we take your route because in a non-disrespectful way, I, I mean this, I, I don't want to go length of time you haven't won a title and, and that's like non-disrespectful at all it's not having a, a dig I, I just want to see my team winning trophies again because that's what Man United do and we've been starved a little bit of that in the past so um, things seem to be going as well as they possibly can there's a lot of our fan base that are not keen on the manager there's half of it that are completely ollie in and they think it, go with the process and I feel like Klopp's credentials is on another level to Solskjaer's but I feel like your fan base give him the time when things weren't so rosy and look what's happening now. Yeah, you've got to you've got to give everyone time. I think like obviously in today's football, time isn't isn't given easily to anyone. But I think in terms of the game, like you, like the the form book goes out the window and the like that's the old cliche, isn't it? There's there's whoever's top of the league or whatever, who's whoever's doing well, even if it's Liverpool Everton, Liverpool, Liverpool Man United, Liverpool Chelsea, whatever, it usually you can't really rely on the form because it's two big teams going up against each other. So yeah, um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like I I'm I think we are probably favourites. I think I've seen Carragher speaking about this. I think it might have been today or yesterday, saying like that we are favourites and we've got more to lose because we're meant to be the ones up there challenging and and and, and um retaining our title. Obviously, you talked about missing personnel, we're missing Huge players like two yeah. Van Dijk and Gomez and, and Matip as well for a period of this season. Matip, mm. Matip might be fifth for Sunday, which is great news. But um, yeah, we need to definitely get better. But I just want to come. I want to move on to use a little bit more as well because you, you touched on yeah. your um, your away form and like I looked at I looked the other day and I couldn't believe like twenty two points out of a possible twenty four. That is like that is title yeah. winning away form. What what do you yeah. think has been the key to that? Do you think that's a mixture of everything, like you're playing at your absolute maximum. Like I think you just said that before. Like you, your position, you think your position's a bit false. Do you think it's yeah. a, bit of a, a bit of bit of everything? Like you're playing at your maximum. You need some more signings. You're getting maybe a bit of, a bit of luck that you need. Do you think mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a mixture of everything? Yeah, I just feel like there's um, certain players um, when they first come to the club, like struggled with playing at Old Trafford in front of that crowd and the expectation level on the same level as you boys, like you don't go from playing for Wolves or playing for Leicester in Jota and Maguire's instance to playing in front of that crowd every week. And it it, it does affect certain players, certain players rise to, and I feel like, sorry, I've got a little bit of the hiccups if it's coming across. Um, Do apologise. But um, yeah, it's, it, I feel like there's not that much pressure on us to play um, away from home and they can sort of express themselves a little bit more. So um, I feel like tactically Ollie's starting to understand the way the team works and he's took a, a year or so to suss certain teams out as well. And I think he's been a little bit naive with thinking because it worked once, it'll work again. Um, and unfortunately, we, we we beat Chelsea a couple of times last season, but when it really mattered in the FA Cup semi-final, they, they drubbed us because he went with the same tactics that had beaten them twice in the season and Lampard had sussed him out. And um, we just got completely outplayed that day. And um, I feel like he's a little bit, um, he's getting a little bit more tactically savvy and 
we can play on the counter-attack away from home, which seems to work with us with our pace up front. I think we've arguably got one of the most fluid attacks on the counter-attack in the league. I think we're probably the best counter-attacking team in the league. News are up there as well. Leicester are a great attacking, um, counter-attacking team as well. So I feel like it's a little bit of everything. And what I mean by um, I don't think we're ready, I, I think it's a false position purely for the fact of we don't have the set this back to partner Maguire. We're, we've got an injury ravaged Eric Bailly that we're pinning our hopes on at the moment not to get injured. And history tells us that he's going to get injured at some point. I'm not 100% convinced by Lindelof. I rate his football inability defensively is a bit suspect against certain teams. He's a perfect player to play in there when you've got the ball a bit more. But um, I do like Eric Bailey, and if, if he's if he stays fit, we're going to have a real chance because I've seen some good stats on him the other day that we've won like a, 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 like a lot of percentages. I don't have it off the top of my head, but when he's in the team, we don't usually lose, and um, that's a good habit to have in a centre back pair. And I feel like Maguire is not going anywhere. We paid too much money for him. He's took a while to settle in, but Maguire gets a hard time because I think people think that he's the standard of Van Dyke because what we paid for him, he's nowhere near as good as Van Dyke. And people need to be realistic and look at a player's football inability. It's not as much he cost. And um, you, you've got players very similar to us. I, I know you, you mentioned Gomez there. I'm, I, I don't actually rate Gomez. Like I haven't seen him enough on your level, but from what I have seen of him, I don't think he's 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 all that, but like there's definitely a, a quality young player there. But um, I feel like you do need that quality centre back pairing, and I don't think United have that yet. I, I still think Liverpool could benefit from maybe bringing in a, a, a more solid centre back than Gomez and um, Matip, and I think it will be something that you will address long term. And I feel like we've got to do that as well. Maguire's not going anywhere. He's the captain of the club. Oli plays in practically every minute that he can play. So we need someone to go with him. We don't have a left-sided, a left-footed sided centre-back. So that's something we're trying to... Uh, we're being linked with every left-footed centre-back in the world at the moment. But um, yeah. you've got to bring the right player in. And I feel like to bring a certain type of character into the dressing room as well. He's got rid of the viruses, so to speak, as, as our fan base like to call them, the Lukaku's, the Sanchez. Maybe Pogba will be in the same bracket. I would love Pogba to stay because I don't want a world-class player to leave our club. But that's another conversation. But um, with regards to the form, I feel like we're we're winning ugly. And that's a really good problem to, to have. When you can win games and you're not playing good football, that's a sign of a title-winning team. Uh, I'm not brave enough to say that we're going to win the title just yet. But Sunday's a, a big... We talked off camera. Yeah, of course. Like it will give me the confidence that we can go and beat the best in the league because I think that's what yous are at the moment. I know yous are a bit injury ravaged, but um, it'll be it's more it's more of a false dawn for us. Like I, I try not to look at football for what it is. I've got I've got a heart, but I've also got a head, and I coach football myself. And sometimes you've got stick and and like dissect the game and and at the moment yous are a better club than us yous are the favorites on sunday whether our fan base want it or not and it's for yous to lose and that's why i feel like we're in for a very difficult game because i i don't think you're going to take many like you're going to go gung-ho at us and nine times out of ten if liverpool go go gung-ho 
a, a team. They they get a result and they get it sensationally. I mean, look at some of the results you've had against the big teams in in the past couple of seasons. Like you're the best team in the country. Like let's not not beat around the bush. Let, it's let, not easy for me to say, but you are. Let's let's let's. I'll I'll miss a few questions out. Let's just jump straight into tactics then, because you're saying like if we go gun car, which I I think we will. How do you I think? Do. How do you think Solskjaer is going to set up then? Because I was looking at your last game against Burnley. You start, started Pogba and Matic Fernandez just ahead of them. Do you think he'll go with that again, or do you think he'll throw Fred or McTominay in there instead? instead, instead I, th- of I think Fred has to play against you. Um, Fred is a very funny player for an away um, for a, a fellow fan of another team, but for us, he's so important. And maybe you've got one in your team. Maybe like a, a Wijnaldum. Like people probably don't understand what he does, but you'll know what he does. I don't watch him enough. Well, I only I've, like watching Liverpool when you drop points on match of the day. I've, so. I've, watched, I've watched Fred quite a bit recently. Like yeah. when I've watched, like obviously we're all in lockdown, we're locked down now. So especially I watch more ninety minutes than I ever have, and I've been impressed with Fred. I'll mm. be honest. Like I always thought he was a bit lightweight, and I think he's addressed that this season. He looks a lot better. Mm. He's a good passer of the yeah. ball. He knows when to pass it. He knows when to not mess around with it. So yeah, I I, I like him, and I also like McTominay as well. So I think. Who do you think he'll drop then? Pogba, Matic, or obviously it's not going to be Fernandez, is it? So is it Pogba or Matic he'll, he'll drop, or will he go four, five, one? Do you think? I think it's safe to say that Fernandez will be starting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on that. Maybe we've uh, got something lined up at the end of the show that might be quite good for the uh, viewers. So we'll we'll get onto that a bit later. But um, I generally think. Um, off the top of my head, knowing the way Ollie goes with certain things, um, I think he will go with Fred and McTominay sitting because you know what you're going to get from Liverpool. They're going to play out wide. They're going to they're going to get their their skillful players on on the um, on the ball. Your your Salas and and your Mane's. And for me, Mane's are I, I think and I, and I'll say this categorically now. Um, and take the flack that comes with it because I generally believe what I'm saying is true. I think Mane is the best player in the league when he's on this game. He's unplayable, and um, I, I just wish we would have uh, we would have picked him up from Southampton, but unfortunately we didn't. I just think he's absolutely fantastic. He's went to another level at Liverpool, so I feel like we're going to need a little bit of. Um, I'm going to see a lot of Luke Shaw and a lot of Aaron Wan-Bissaka tucking in, and I feel like McTominay and Fred have got the legs to um, offer that that cover in the centre of the park, but also um, out filling out in, in, into the wider positions. I feel like Man United, in my personal opinion, um, and as I say, people might be listening that will disagree with me. This is a Liverpool channel, so if they didn't, I'd be surprised. But I think we've got a better midfield than yous individually. I think yous have got some very good footballers for the way yous play your game, that Gagan press and... I think there's a lot of players in that Liverpool team that are underrated by away fans. Um, like your Hendersons, for example, he gets a lot of stick, but he's a fantastic player. Do you know what I mean? But he's never going to get the credit because he doesn't ever really look great to someone that doesn't watch Liverpool every week. But it's the same with McTominay, Matter. They're the same sort of players as us. No one would think, oh, yeah, he, he's a good player, Matter. He's a fantastic player. He's great on the ball. He breaks play up. But from an opposition fan, watches him probably once or twice a month. They won't think that, but obviously you can dissect your team and I can dissect mine and you'll know, nah, do you know what? Like Henderson's a class player, man. He does this well, he does this well, he does this well. And I would be like, oh yeah, sound. Like you watch them. 
it's the it's the system. So I know what you're saying in terms of like if you stack them up against each other, and you're saying who's a better footballer in terms of flair mm. and whatever else, then yeah, maybe. Yeah. But if you swapped our midfield with your midfield in a Klopp system, it just wouldn't work. Like what our yeah. our, our attack and prowess is from fullbacks. It, it always has, and it it seems like it always will be. And yeah. that's we've been kind of found out the last five five six games or, mm. or so. Obviously, since we lost Van Dijk and Gomez. They are back up, and we usually have Henderson sitting there as well to allow yeah. Trent and Robbo to run on. So yeah. it's one album is like I want him to stay. He is he's terrific, and like you said, he, he's one of those players that you don't really appreciate fully unless you you watch him all the time and the stuff that he does. He can yeah. he's, he's so good on the ball. But yeah, um, I was just gonna, I was going to ask you who you're most worried about from from our side, but I think you've answered it with with Sadio Mane, haven't you? I'm, I'm worried about your your whole team, mate. To be honest with you, <laughs> um, I, I think you've you've just got so much quality in every position. Like I know the centre back issue is um is something I'm I'm pretty excited about because I feel like we can get at you at centre back, particularly if we play Cavani. Mm-hmm. I think he's got he's got the physical um game to really upset your centre backs and um. He's uh he seems to be getting on the nerves of certain centre backs from clubs at the moment. So I don't he see he's 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 a uh, he's a world class player. He's played at the top level, and I think people think because of his age he's finished. He's not like I've seen so much from him without goals that that I'm impressed with. I, lo- I absolutely love him. Um, I think he's a fantastic option. Um, I don't know whether Marshall is going to be fit. I haven't um I haven't really had a little look. I've been at work all day and I've sort of been preparing for this so I haven't had a look about anything with regards to that but um it's one of them it's I, I feel like your fullbacks are um a, a relative relatively dangerous weapon for for use on Sunday I think we're going to have to be really switched on defensively we're going to have to be very disciplined and very patient on Saturday um because it's not going to be a, a a snatch and grab well it might be a snatch and grab but I mean we we might, we're going to have to be patient and let yous have a lot of the ball. And um, I feel like that could potentially work for us. I think we'll play on the counter-attack. Um, but like, I really like Robinson. Um, Robertson, sorry. I think he's a bit of a pain in the arse sometimes with his attitude towards certain things. But football inability, I think he's a great player. Yeah. Um, and Trent Alexander-Arnold's the best attacking fullback probably in the world. But defensively, I think he's awful. So um, I feel like we can potentially get at him I haven't seen enough of him to really study him and say that he's awful but from what I have seen against the better team well um you'll have a completely different recollection of that but he's the complete opposite to our right back our right back's fantastic defensively probably the best defensive right back in the league um when someone's running at him but def- uh, attacking wise he doesn't offer us a lot wan he turns back a lot you probably noticed that watching Man United you'll see it well, on Sunday as well yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like in terms of our, our attacking, that's why that's why it's so good for us because he is a great attacker. And usually, yeah. we've got Van Dijk and Gomez or Matip and then Henderson as well filling in, and he can just go forward and do do what he does best, and he gets yeah. cover for it. But as now, it's I think I'm hoping Matip will be fit alongside Fabinho. I think with those two, those two can handle Cavani. In my opinion, if Matip's not there on Sunday and it's Phillips or Williams, then I will be worried if I see that line-up, this, the team yeah. sheet, and there's, there's no Matip in there. I'll be very worried about, especially counter-attacking, because Matip's not fast, but he is position-wise, and he's six foot five. he's got a big frame, he can he can snuff danger out. So 
it's it's going to be an interest. What do you think about Salah? Like, because I know Salah's not been on top form lately, and the last couple of games have watched up against Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw tends to do quite well against him, doesn't he? Do you think that's going to be a key battle over there on the on on your left back area? I think it will. Um, I think it will be very interesting to see what the team news is, and by the left back position, you'll know how United they're going to attack the game. Uh, well, plan for the game because if Luke Shaw starts. Um, we're, we're probably going to play on a counter-attack. If Alex Teller starts, we want to be the front-foot team. And I, I just don't think... I think that would be very naive of, of yeah. Oli to go there with that attitude. I just cannot see it. Um, I, I generally do think um, Salah's been poor this season in comparison to the numbers he hit last season, but he's a, he's a world-class player. Like um, he, He's a world-class player. And, and I, I generally think... He he's he's probably the one that we need to be the most wary of because he's not form, and it's just it, it it could take a game like a massive game like this to bring out the best in him. And Luke Shaw does uh, does do well usually against Salah. Um, Salah's sort of switched positions against us in the past couple of games to try and get away from him, which I think is a lot of respect towards um towards Luke Shaw's defensive ability. That like United fans are a little bit sort of. Uman and Arin with Luke Shaw, but defensively he's very good and uh, his, his delivery is is fantastic um, when he can get into the positions to cross. But I feel like you won't be seeing Luke Shaw go past the halfway line a lot on Sunday. I, I think we will be very rigid defensively. Um, and depending on what he does with the centre of the park, if he plays that free, if, from what, what, what I'm expecting, I think Pogba will be on the left. Um, and I think he'll he'll have a job to come inside and mix up play, also defensive work and help shore out with Salah and occupy whoever's on that side of the field in your three, which I'm not too sure who that will be because I, I don't know who's fit and who isn't at Liverpool. But um, I feel like Salah's like he, he's got the he's got the quality to hurt any team in the Premier League, any team in the Champions League. Um, I think it's very naive of of us to look at that and think he struggled a little bit so um we shouldn't be that worried about him he's not in form like i said earlier form don't mean nothing in this game well, and all it takes is one chance and and he'll he'll bury it um so him and tiago him tiago and mane are, are the ones for me if we stop them playing we win on sunday but it's very hard to stop that level of player stop to 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 hinder their game and make them worry about us more whereas um as i say I'm, i ain't naive enough to sit here and think we're going to be the team that what we're going to do on on sunday that ain't going to be the way it's it's at anfield it's for you to lose um we've got everything to gain and you've got everything to lose with regards to the three points that's why if you offered me it now, I'd take a draw, you know, because I think it's beneficial towards us. You just need to win more than us. And I feel like that's the big worry. I kind of wish you were top because then nobody would be expecting any other result. Gosh. Whereas I feel like you're just going to come out and give it both barrels. And I feel like if we can weather the storm for the first 20, 30 minutes, maybe first half, then and try and put on, implement our game. But the lineup will tell me everything I need to know about Man United on on Sunday. How are they going to like? Ollie might go there and play for a draw. Like that's just the re the reality. We might go and try and stink the place out, 
and I hope we don't because I would love to beat you. But if it's a positive result, if we if we don't lose that game, then positive for us because you are the favourites. And like I said a minute ago, it, it's for you to lose. You have got to get back to the top of the table. There's no pressure on us. Like there literally isn't. And I keep saying it, and people are like, "Nah, there is. Of course, there is. You're top of the league." But no one's expecting us to win on Sunday. Like only our fan base. Yeah, I, th- I kind of agree. I do. Do you think, that, do you think pressure, that there's more pressure on us? There's definitely more pressure on us, but there still is some pressure on Man United because it's still Man United, and you've still got. I know you've got like, some injury worries, but you've still got pretty much a decent, full strength team, pretty much, and we we haven't. So it's kind of if we are the full strength team, yeah, I'd be saying pressure is hundred percent on us. If we lose, then then it's all 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 kudos to use, but. I think it's it, that's why it's on it's on such an, a knife edge, and that's why it, that's what's making it more interesting for me. And I yeah. think in terms of the starting eleven, Luke Shaw's hundred percent going to start. Hundred yeah. percent. I would, yeah, I, would be, I will fall to the floor in shock if Teller starts left back. I will be so surprised. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll finish up then, uh, Jamie, with um, what we said we we're going to do. We'll try and do a joint Liverpool Man United. 11 so we're just going to do available players are we just ones that are avail- available now yeah we'll just um well now we'll, we, we can just do it from generally both both squads if you want and go from that i've yeah, been thinking yeah. about this all day mate and it's it's quite a difficult one to be honest because i'm sure we'll probably disagree with certain things but that'll make a good viewing but i see alex in the comment um he's a really good friend of my my father and big massive liverpool fan really top guy he lives in there Norway now, so I don't know. C is very vocal on here, so I just wanted to give there him a go. good a mention because he's a he's a top bloke. So there you go, Alex. Hope you're good, there mate. You, there you go. Got hardly no injury. That's yeah. That's exactly what I said. Like it's it, that's why it's a more of a knife edge. But um, yeah, start eleven. Um, best 11s, I should say from a joint eleven from both team. I saw Carragher's today, so I'll read I'll read that one out here, which was Allison in goal, Trent, <laughs> Fabinho, Maguire, Robertson. Henderson, Thiago, Fernandez, Salah, Rashford, Mane. I think I was thinking if all only available players I'm going to pick because obviously if Van Dijk and Gomez are fit for me to go straight in, easy. There's no questions about it for me. Yeah, no matter. I would only change maybe. I'd put maybe Bay in for Maguire, but apart from that, I think I, I keep that pretty much the same as that. I know yours is going to be hugely different to that, but yeah, give give us yours. Yeah, if we, if we're just going off of players that that can sort of play on Sunday, see, I I I don't um I would go for the hair, like, but that that's I've got my reasons behind that. I think Allison is a fantastic goalkeeper, but the hair's just done it consistently in the league for years, and he's arguably like kept us in European places for the past couple of seasons. But um, I do get where you're coming. I think he's a fantastic goalkeeper. He's definitely in the top 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 three, top four best goalkeepers in the world. I'd, I'd probably put put him in there. I don't think De Gea's in that bracket, but just purely for his consistency, um, I, I would I would go De Gea. But um, we'll, uh, we'll go we'll go with Allison just because it should I show. Think, I don't think De Gea's been that good though lately. I don't Not this like... season he hasn't, but I, I'm talking about sort of longevity wise in the Premier League. Yeah. But if we're basing it off of like this season. I, I I don't know actually because I I don't think like I don't think you have been great this season you know so I, I think De Gea has been better 
this season than he has previous because he kind of got himself to a level where he was like 100% the best keeper in the world. He, he, a couple of years back, he was 100% there. And for yeah. some, I don't know what reason, he fell off a cliff mm. and he was making uncharacteristic mistakes. Like that, even the one this season against, um, I know you won the game against Southampton, but that free kick from Ward Prowse, like it was a hell of yeah. a hit. But you'd expect the hair to save just the likes of that, don't you? So that, that, that's yeah. the thing for me. It's just little things like that. I think, um, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll probably give you that. Um, I think uh, <laughs> they they've both been playing in defenses that are that are struggling, didn't they? To a certain extent, we ain't been great defensively all se- season, but um, De Gea's played some some great great goalkeeping. But he, he, he is them mistakes are starting to slip in, and I feel like yeah. to be a to be the, the the top team again, United will probably have to look at that in a little bit more detail. I think a lot of fans are hoping that. Henderson's going to be good enough to put the gloves on and be our number one in a couple of years. I, I don't quite think he's ready yet from what I've seen of him. But um, Allison's a fantastic goalkeeper. I was pretty uh, jealous when you signed him because I think he, he was fantastic at Roma. And I, I, I don't see many goalkeepers out there better than Allison in the world. I think I think Old Black's the best goalkeeper in the world, if you were to ask me who's the best. And maybe Ten Stegen as well is a fantastic goalkeeper. Very, very different, but... I think Allison and Edison are probably the best goalkeepers in the Premier League. Yeah, I think I think I was thinking earlier about this earlier about like Henderson. I was thinking, obviously, your Henderson, not our one. That he, I was thinking he might come into the United team at some point, but obviously, it's do you want to persist with De Gea because he is when when he's on top form, he is one of the best in the world. So yeah, I, I understand that like the the well, view. Um, We'll go with uh, we'll go with Allison. Seeing as um, I, I don't want to disagree with well, you on your platform. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, why don't we just give give us give us your one give us your best your best eleven selected by you and I'll, and then you you obviously already know man I've just told you so okay well I'll I'll try and explain briefly why I'm going for these um we'll go in a we'll go in a four three three will we so that's what both clubs usually play although as ours is a little bit different to yours with the two holding instead of one um I would go, I would go with the hearing goals I'm going to be consistent. Um, on the right, see the right, the right, um, the right. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that uh, score prediction at the yeah, end. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that last. Kind of dreading that bit, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. I would, I would go with the hearing goals. Um, I would go with. See, right back's a funny one because you're going to say to me it's got to be Trent, but like defensively, I, I don't, I don't think he's very good at all. I think he's phenomenal going forward. And it completely matters what game plan you go in, but I know we we ain't gonna go into all of that. But um, so I'll I'll go with Trent, although I do think Wan Bissaka is a much better defender than him, as in a physical defender, not going forward like defending and doing what a defender needs to do first. Yeah. But um, I, I do I do really like Trent Alexander Arnold. He's, he's he's a fantastic player, and his delivery is ridiculous. But um, I think he's the closest delivery to David Beckham that you're getting from that right wing. Um, yeah. And England have got some players at that uh, right back position, so we shouldn't be uh, struggling with that. But um, I'd go with I'd go with Arnold. Um, we're going to go off of players who's who's available, aren't we? Yeah. So literally, just just fly through it. Just give us. You don't have, don't have to give us reasons. Just pick pick what pick whatever you want. Obviously, you're going to have more Man United players. That's fine because you're no, not fight. necessarily you know. Um, I I don't um I haven't seen enough of Fabinho at centre back to warrant putting him in. 
So I would go for um, I would go for Bailey and Maguire, and that's just me being real. I think Fabinho is a phenomenal player, but I see him as a defensive midfielder. I, I, I don't, I haven't seen him play at centre back maybe a hand once or twice. That, that's it. So I know he played it at Monaco, but I haven't seen enough of him to be honest. So yeah. I know you you picked him, and, and and I'll take your word for it as they're your team. But um, on the left. You you got to go Robin Robertson, but as I say, I think I think Shaw's very underrated as well. So it would have been one of them, um, but we'll we'll go with Robinson because I generally just think he's a better player, and um, that's me just just being honest. Um, defensive midfield, I'd go McTominay. I'm joking. I'd go Thiago. <laughs> I'd go Thiago. Um, just think he's an absolutely phenomenal football player. I'm pretty jealous he's have gotten to be fair because I thought he might have come to us. Um, oh, and then I would go over midfield too. Um, you might disagree with this as well, but I've it's got like forgetting formations and, and all of that sort of stuff and team balance. It's, it's Pogba and Bruno Fernandes. I, I, I don't think you've got a better midfielder than them too. So um, I would go with them too. That is so that, that well. Tiago with Pogba and and Bruno Fernandes just ahead of them. That is like if you want to score a goal, that would be the way you did it. <laughs> yeah, no, like that's you look at that on paper and you think, but um, fantastic, all all fantastic players, abilities unbelievable. Um, and I would go with Salah, um, Salah on the right because we don't. No, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna change this up a little bit. I think because it's too easy to pick Salah. I would go with. Ma- can, can, does Mane play on the right or is he left? He plays on the left, Mane, but he can play on the right. He can do it right. easily. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll just have a bit of fun with it, will we? There's no realism in this. It's a bit <laughs> of fun. In it. I'll go with a front three of. I'll go with. I'll keep Mane on the left. I'll go with Rashford on the right. And up front, <laughs> I would go with I would go with Cavani. Uh, I I I appreciate the footballing ability of Bobby, but he's not a striker for me. I know he doesn't. I know he plays a false nine role for years, but um, I, I have to go with Cavani up front. Unfortunately, so um, I, I go I go with Cavani. But it matters what style of play. If you like, you. You can talk all day about would Marshall be in there if you're trying to play a, a high press with, but um, I feel like Marshall is the closest option we've got to a Bobby Firmino to use. He, he can hold the ball up, he can drop a bit deeper and pick it up and feed the wide positions. But um, yeah. I definitely wouldn't be picking a Rigi, Alex. Sorry, mate. But um, <laughs> definitely uh, not. Nah, I wouldn't I'd even pick a Rigi in a reserve lineup. I'd, Never mind. I'd pick, a, I'd pick a Galo ahead of a Rigi, I think, and a Galo's not even there anymore. So, uh, but uh, I'd have Klopp ahead of Rigi, if I'm being honest. Yeah, great target man, Jurgen. <laughs> right, <laughs> Jimmy. Up front. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate. We'll we'll leave it there because that's been forty odd minutes. So well, nice one again, Jamie, for coming on from from all for United. Appreciated that. Nice little insight there into what, what's to come on Sunday. So I can't absolutely wait for it. But yeah, thanks again, mate, for jumping on. If you like the video, please drop us a like and leave us a comment on your thoughts on what the match might might go, what score predictions, whatever else. Actually, we haven't done score predictions. Let's do that. I just forgot. Score predictions before we go. I'm going to go with a draw, mate. One all. One all? Yeah.
Yeah. I, Come I, on, I'll, give me it. I know you're going for no, a win. No, no, I've been thinking a draw as well, but I'm just, I'm praying this is the game where Mo Salah gets back into form. Like, I know he's still top goal scorer, but for his high levels, he hasn't been quite there the last couple of games. So, um, I'm hoping for, I'll take a 1-0 win. Honestly, I'll take a 1-0 90th minute own, own goal. I'll take any form. As long as we don't lose, that's the main thing. But I do think we should... We usually get up, to get ourselves back up to a level enough in these bigger games where we turn turn the style on, and I'm hoping that'll be the case on Sunday, especially at home. So, um, yeah, nice, nice one, Jamie, for jumping on. We'll leave it there and um, give us a give us a like, drop us a comment, and uh, subscribe if you liked the video. And uh, I'll be back again on Sunday about half three with the team news reaction with uh, some of the other boys, and uh, we'll see you in a bit. Podcast Network.